What is going on? Welcome back to another episode here on the T. Clark Nutrition Podcast. I'm your host, Tommy Clark, and today I want to talk about how we can make nutrition for athletes very, very simple because I know as an athlete, if you realize like, oh crap, my eating habits just aren't really in check, I'm not really feeling myself to perform optimally, it can be a little bit intimidating to kind of get into this whole nutrition thing. If you look around on Instagram, on social media, just do a quick Google search, like literally millions of results pop up. And you're like, what do I even do here? Half the stuff is not even correct. Half the stuff is BS. And even the stuff that is correct, there's so many different possible routes that you could take. How do you know what to do? And that's what I aim to kind of break down with this episode is to kind of make it really, really simple for you at the most basic level. So if you're just trying to get started into this, you can make it as easy as possible. Um, so before we get into that, as always, a couple of quick announcements. So first of all, if you enjoyed the podcast, if you find this helpful in any way, shape or form, especially if you know an athlete who you think would benefit from this sort of info, um, definitely go ahead and share it with them. The more people we can get listening to the podcast, the better, because that means we're helping more people. And really my goal with this podcast is to essentially coach you for free. So give you like the type of information that I'll give my clients, give it to you just completely for free. So I'm, I want to help you out. I want to help you get to where you want to be as an athlete. So definitely if you think this information is helpful in any way, shape, or form, just go ahead and share it with a teammate, coworker, friend, family member, whoever you think would benefit from this sort of info. Secondly, if you haven't already, I would highly recommend checking out the Athlete's Guide to Nutritional Periodization. You can find that down below. It's a free ebook that I wrote. It's like 75 pages, nine chapters, literally takes you step-by-step step through the entire process that I use. Uh, when creating a nutrition prescription for an athlete to promote optim optimal performance. So if you want like the step-by-step -step breakdown of exactly how to set that up for yourself, definitely go check out that book. It's completely free. And along with it, you'll get a quick little mini series of videos to kind of take you through the principles in the book. So definitely um, something you want to look into if you're an athlete looking to take your performance to that next level or if you're a parent or a coach to an athlete. And I believe that wraps up the announcements. And again, if this helps you at all, go ahead and share it with just one other person. Uh, one other person, athlete, who you think it would benefit, and uh, that would mean the world to me. But without any further ado, let's go ahead and get into today's episode. All right, so like I said in the intro, as an athlete, if you're kind of just starting to get into this whole nutrition thing, you realize, oh, wow, you know what? My eating habits just are not optimal right now. And you're kind of starting to learn more about it and get into it. It can be a little bit intimidating. It's like, what do you even do? There's so much information out there on Google, on social media, wherever you look and well, half of it's wrong. Half of it's just BS like gurus and quote unquote Instagram experts like teaching you how to eat when they really have no business doing so, especially for athletes. Um, but even the stuff that is right, even the stuff that is applicable that you could do and could actually help you. There's so much of it. How do you know where to start? How do you know what's going to get you the biggest bang for your buck? And that's kind of what I wanted to solve with this episode today is to kind of help you get started in the right direction, show you how simple it can be because it doesn't have to be complicated. And for a lot of people, it really doesn't have to get much more complicated than this. Now, if you're an athlete, of course, like this is mainly geared towards athletes, um, you probably will have to get a little bit more complex in terms of timing and, and stuff like that. But really at the most basic level, if you go from not caring about what you eat at all to eating like this, eating following this structure I'm gonna give you today in the podcast, you'll be in a great place and you'll see some pretty quick results. The cool thing about working with athletes is that, yeah, fat loss takes time. Muscle gain takes a long time. Performance for athletes, if you're going from not fueling properly to fueling properly and giving your body what it needs to perform, you'll see those differences pretty damn quickly. You'll feel better, more energy. So long story short, if you implement this stuff today that I'm gonna talk about, you'll be in a really good place. 
So what am I gonna talk about today? Today I wanna to break down a really simple meal template, and no, not that kind of template, but that's a whole other rant for a different episode, but a really quick meal template that you could use um, just to kind of get yourself going in the right direction. And I would recommend using this in conjunction with tracking macros. And again, if you want like a breakdown of how to set up your macros, we would be here for like an hour plus. Um, want to respect your time. So if you want that, just go ahead and check out the ebook. I literally break that down step by step for you. But in conjunction with tracking macros, following this meal structure is going to make it super, super easy to hit your numbers uh, in terms of proteins, carbs, fats, fiber, all that great stuff. So the meal structure has five main steps that you're going to want to consider. The first one being you want to get some protein in there. Super simple, pretty straightforward. You're going to get your protein from like beef, chicken, turkey, fish, eggs. If you're plant-based, like tempeh, maybe a little bit of tofu here and there, plant-based protein powder, beans, legumes. First step with that meal is you're going to want to get some protein in there because really every meal you have, regardless of if you're an athlete or not, should probably have some protein in it. I can't really think of a scenario off the top of my head, except for maybe like an intro workout carb drink where you're not going to have a source of protein in there. This is going to help stimulate muscle protein synthesis, um, which is going to be good for muscle growth and also muscle preservation if you're in a calorie deficit, more if you're just kind of expending a lot of energy, breaking down a lot of tissue during your training. Uh, so protein is going to be very, very important for that. It's going to be important for neurotransmitter function, hormone function, because some hormones and neurotransmitters are actually made of the same building blocks that make up protein. They're made up of those amino acids. And uh, not only does protein, the amino acids in protein, get the process of muscle, build, muscle building going, um, but they also provide the raw materials for you to build the actual muscle. So they not only turn on the switch, they also give you the raw materials to keep building. So long story short, protein is very, very important as an athlete. And this is going to be your first component of every single meal. Um, and just to kind of give you a ballpark range for what to aim for, I'd probably say anywhere between 20 to 40 grams. This is going to get you enough to turn on muscle protein synthesis, and it's going to likely give you enough, if you have that amount at each meal, to hit your overall protein goal. Uh, for larger individuals, it'd probably be more closer to that, more closer, wow, grammar, uh, but closer to that 40 grams for smaller individuals, or if you have a lower protein goal, maybe closer to that 20 grams. Um, so that is it for protein. Pretty simple, pretty straightforward. Again, I don't want to dive too deep into the, all the science and stuff. Cause like really it doesn't need to get that complicated. If you follow that structure for protein, you'll be all set. And, uh, the next component of your meal is going to be carbohydrates. As an athlete, carbohydrates are very, very important for fueling performance. They're your body's primary source of fuel. It's your body's preferred source of fuel or high intensity activity. And very, it's very likely that if you're an athlete, you're going to be performing at a high intensity. You're not just going out for a stroll. You're pushing yourself in your training session. So you've got to get those carbs in. As for an amount of carbs, it's really difficult to say just a general amount. This is really going to depend on your total daily carb goal and also the time in the day that you're having the meal. Because if you're having it around your training, you're definitely going to want to make sure to get plenty of carbs in. If you're having it away from your training, so like if you train in the afternoon, you're eating breakfast right now, maybe you don't need as many carbs. If you're first getting started, again, like if this episode is mainly geared towards people that are like kind of just getting into it, I'd recommend just getting the same amount of carbs in with every meal just to keep it super simple. So take your total carb goal divided by the number of meals, and that'll give you how many uh, grams of carbs you're going to have with each meal. And you'll get these carbs from like grains and fruits, so like white rice, brown rice, quinoa, buckwheat, oats, um, anything else, uh, 
and then like fruits and vegetables, stuff like that. Vegetables, we'll kind of get into that in a second, but that's mainly where, where you're going to get your carbs. And again, these are going to be helpful for fueling your performance. Also very important for recovery in stress management since carbs will directly blunt your body's cortisol response. So cortisol is a hormone that goes up when you get stressed out and can lead to kind of muscle breakdown and a bunch of other nasty side effects that we don't want. And we'll, I'll do another episode on cortisol. Um, but carbs are very helpful because they help to blunt your body's cortisol response. So that covers carbs. The third component, and this kind of rounds out the macronutrients for the meal, is fat. That's very important for hormonal health, uh, for managing inflammation, promoting nervous system health, all these different things. Um, so even though it's not the best fuel source for high-intensity activity, it's still very, very important, and you don't want to neglect it. And ideally, again, if you're first getting started in this, I'd recommend just having fat with every meal. It's kind of the same approach with carbs. Take your, num take your goal, divide it by the number of meals. That's how many grams of fat you're going to have per meal. If you're a little bit more advanced, maybe a little bit more experienced, or you kind of want to push it a little bit, I would probably recommend uh, eliminating the added fat. So el eliminating this component from your pre-workout meal, just because it slows things down and uh, can kind of lead to some food sloshing around your stomach and maybe make you a little bit uncomfortable. But again, if you're first getting started out, I would just keep things super simple. Take your total uh, grams of fat for the day, divide it by the number of meals. That'll give you your fat goal for each meal. And you're going to get this, this fat from oils like olive oil, avocado oil, coconut oil. Um, let's see, is there any other oil that I'm missing that you would want in there? That's it. And then uh, like nuts, seeds, butter, uh, pr preferably grass-fed, ghee. Uh, and then some fatty cuts of meat and fish and, and dairy if you tolerate it as well. And again, fat's going to be very helpful for maintaining hormonal health. Fat actually provides the building blocks for a lot of the hormones that we eat, especially cholesterol. So cholesterol is one of the main building blocks of uh, pregnenolone, which then it gets converted into a number of different hormones like cortisol, testosterone, estrogen, all that fun stuff. So long story short, fat provides the building blocks for hormones, which are a very, very important component to what happens in your body. Um, really for anyone, regardless, regardless of if you're an athlete or not. So that's very, very important. And again, uh, the amount, just take your total fat goal divided by the number of meals. If you're first getting started, that'll give you a really good starting point. Now the next component, the last two components are really overlooked and I promise you they're very, very important. So don't just because we're done with the macros now, it doesn't mean that you, you can kind of turn this off and, and be done with it. These last two components are just as important as the other three. So the fourth component is fiber. So fiber is actually a type of carbohydrate. It doesn't quite get digested. Some of it does. Um, I believe it's soluble fiber that gets digested. I, yeah. Um, and insoluble fiber that does not. Um, I believe if, yeah. I think so. Well, that's awkward. Um, but nonetheless, fiber is very important for uh, maintaining proper digestive health. It helps add bulk to your stool. It helps um, to kind of move things along and it helps feed the beneficial gut bacteria that are kind of hanging out down there, which is very, very important for a number of different reasons. And if you're not getting enough fiber, you'll probably either experience some constipation, experience some diarrhea, neither of which, or both, neither of which is very fun at all. Um, so you definitely want to avoid that, especially if you're kind of uh, in competition season. So fiber is very, very important for that. It helps manage some blood sugar as well. Um, since it kind of slows things down, kind of like how fat slows things down, fiber does a very similar thing, which can kind of help your body uh, not experience that blood sugar spike and crash that would come along with other like high GI foods without being accompanied by other 
other foods that would slow it down. Uh, so that's where fiber is very, very helpful. It also helps manage cholesterol levels indirectly. So that's cool as well. And you're going to find fiber primarily in like fruits and vegetables and whole grains. So you could kind of get your fiber from those whole grains as well from, from the carb section. If you're going with like, uh, like for example, quinoa has a ton of fiber or if you're getting white potatoes or sweet potatoes, those have a ton of fiber. White rice, not so much. Still a great carb source. One of my favorites just doesn't have a ton of fiber. So you're going to want to make sure to get another fiber source in there. So typically most fruits and vegetables are going to be pretty decent sources of fiber along with some whole grains too. And the last component, and definitely not the least important component, not the least important, yeah, I got that right, uh, is color. Wow, just my, my train of thought is like kind of going all over the place right now. So the last component is color. Color is very, very important because different colors actually signify the presence of different micronutrients. So for example, all uh, like orange and yellow fruits and vegetables are going to have very similar uh, micronutrient composition, just like all red fruits and vegetables are going to have a very similar micronutrient composition in green, purple, blue, and so on. Because this is why you don't just want to eat like spinach all the time. Like, cool, it's a great start if you're going from not eating any vegetables at all to eating spinach all the time, like literally the only vegetable you're eating. Cool, that, that's a good step in the right direction, but it's not the end goal. Like, you want to eat a wide variety of colors. And making sure to get a color in at every meal is a great way to put yourself in a position where you can do that. So that way you can get different colors throughout the day, different colors throughout your week, and really cover your bases when it comes to micronutrients. Because really, with the fiber and uh, the color, those last two components, really important for overall health. And I know I talk about the triangle of awareness, like uh, health and longevity is kind of its own separate thing, but really, having a solid baseline of overall health is typically gonna help you perform better. If you feel like shit all the time, and you feel like, ugh, ugh and uh, not good, you're not gonna perform as well as you can. If you're constantly getting injured, getting sick, you're not gonna perform as well as you can. So getting those micronutrients in, making sure you have that solid foundation of health is gonna be very important as an athlete. And it's very simple to do. Again, you can knock out both two birds with one stone with this. Like get some, uh, let's say, sweet potato again. Like you get fiber and carbs and color. Wow, three birds with one stone. Uh, PETA really would not like that. Um, that was a terrible joke. But you can knock out multiple birds with one stone. Um, I've used that analogy like three times in a row, but you can really, I was about, I was about to say it a fourth time, but you know what I mean? You can accomplish a lot of different things with just like one food. Another example of this is blueberries or raspberries, really any berries in general. You're going to knock out fiber. You're going to knock out color. You're going to be in a really good place when it comes to all those things. And you're going to put yourself in a position where you're healthy. You're recovering optimally. You're not getting sick all the time. You're not getting injured all the time. Because when you're recovering properly, you can actually show up and perform in your training session and perform in your competitions when it really matters. Because really, no one cares if you're super strong, super fast, super athletic, if when game day comes around or when season comes around, you're constantly getting sick or getting injured. So you want to make sure you're in a position to stay healthy year-round. So that wraps up the five components of um, a high-quality meal. Again, just keep it super simple. Nutrition does not need to be super complicated at all. Of course, as you get used to these things, as you start hitting your macros pretty easily, you start getting used to this meal structure, then we can start to play with things and like I talked about, maybe take fat out of that pre-workout meal, maybe decrease fiber a little bit, increase carbs here and there like throughout the day and all these different components that we can play with, but don't even stress about them yet. If you don't have the structure down, there's no point in going with all those other things. You've got to get the fundamentals down. And this is a great way to do that. So again, let me know if you have any questions and if you want like a breakdown of how to set up your macros, 
just go check out the free ebook down below. Just click the link, your name, your email, it's all yours, completely free. Uh, no strings attached, nothing like that. Just I wanted to put out that resource for you because I know it's the resource I wish I had when I was playing basketball. Um, I kind of figured this out through trial and error, and uh, I don't want you to have to do the same because that wasted a lot of time that I could have been using to actually make improvements. So definitely go check that out. Let me know if you have any questions about the topic covered in today's episode. And remember to go ahead and share this with at least one other athlete who you think it would benefit as well. And last but definitely not least, thank you so much for listening. I appreciate your time today. And uh, be sure to tune in to the next episode in a couple of days.